When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have been thinking a lot about what you brought up on Monday's show, that you want to be treated like a baby just for a few days, like to have somebody be so enthusiastic because none of your tater tots ended up on the floor. And that's a win. Yes. I would like when I take two steps, I would like a hype person to stand next to me and go, oh my gosh, great job. Like an overly energetic hype person to hype me up for the small stuff I accomplish every day because I am in a rut. I have been thinking a lot about that because at some point that philosophy changes 180 degrees. And I'm going to just use the most basic because because we're watching Ellie's a, a walker now. So she's I think she's officially a walker because she chooses to walk more places than she crawls. Mm-hmm. So she's a she's walking. Mm-hmm. Right. If she walks five steps and then bites it. We celebrate the five steps and we never talk about the fact that she just slammed her face on the ground. Yeah. If she walks from one end of the hall all the way to the other, we celebrate that. If she walks two steps down the hall and then bites it, we celebrate the two steps. Mm -hmm. At some point, the people, like there's a shift where you don't even acknowledge the wobbly steps that got you to the fall. And, And this is not, this is like, whoa, this is deep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I realize that this is kind of deep, but, but where does that happen and how do we get more to that? Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about in every aspect of the planet. How do we get more? I think it happens to be totally honest. I think it happens when you leave the, the nest of your parents because there's no one around to like celebrate you all the time. So when you go to college, you're like, oh, okay, there's no one around hyping me up. And also I'm doing all of these things that I've never done before and no one's hyping me up. So it's not, but I, I think maybe I'm not explaining it properly because I'm not necessarily talking about the hype up. Like I'm talking about the fact that like in the world that we live in right now, you might go to Starbucks or you might go to a restaurant and the wait is longer than it ever has been, Mm -hmm. but you still get your order. Mm -hmm. It's still correct. Mm -hmm. It took a little bit longer, but the people inside are doing it with one third of the staff that they had a year ago or whatever. Myself included, it's just so easy to default to how long the wait took or how whatever Instead of saying, hey, you know what? Like, great job making this happen and not losing your mind. Like even, I don't know. I I guess now that I'm saying it out loud, now I'm torn because I'm also one of those people who don't think that you get a trophy just for showing up. Mm -hmm. You need to accomplish something. But I feel like the world just needs more of like cheering on the little wins, to put it in your language. 
Yeah. You know, and put it in my peasant language. Thanks, Jeff. No, to put it like that's what you said on Monday's show. You're like, I just want somebody to celebrate my little wins because to me, they're big. And I just, I don't know. I feel that's a void, I think, in the hmm. adult world. And Ellie has made me recognize that. And you have. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, March 9th, and my name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for curbside or whatever it's called, residential garbage pickup. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a good one. Because think of how stinky your car would get if you had to haul it. You know what week. I used to do when I um, I lived in an apartment that where you had to, um, like, we didn't want to pay for a valet trash because it was like, you know, however expensive it was. Back when I lived in an apartment, valet trash wasn't, wasn't a thing. O- it wasn't was an new. option. It was new and it was like fancy and they would upcharge you for it. So Of course like, they would. We're like, I don't want to pay for that. You know what I mean? So we would always like take our own. So we would put our trash bags over the um, car mirror to take them to the dumpster. Smart. Because it was just like down the, th- I mean, it's not like on a freeway. When well, that, like when, when everybody goes camping, you take your garbage bags on the roof of your car or on the hood yeah, of your car. Yeah, like you're not going on the freeway with it, but like, you sure. know, outside of the car, it sure. works. Sure. Was it good for the mirror in your car? Probably not. But right. hey, I still had a mirror and it all worked out just fine. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for my translucent post-its. I finally started using them. I was like, you know, scared to use them because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to write? I thought it's so of, cool. I thought of you this afternoon when, uh, or yesterday afternoon, I thought of you yesterday afternoon because I had to make a list of um, some stuff. And the only thing I had available was a brand new notebook. And I thought of your fear about. You're like the pressure. The pressure of writing mm-hmm. on the first page of a brand new notebook. Mm-hmm. Always. How, every single time. What's your review of the translucent post-its? I really like them. I haven't totally figured out how I'm going to use them in their best way yet. But my first experiment was good because I had some like random kind of like long-term to-do list things that aren't really like don't, they're not deadline things, but they need to be taken care of. So I made a little sticky, translucent sticky, and I put the to-do list. It's not a post-it though. Oh, you're respecting the brand. They're the off-brand. I'm respecting the brand. Understood. And then I moved the to-do list, what I didn't get done to the next day. I just pick it up and move. And that was actually like a woman on our team named Karen. That's what she did too. So she's like, you know. But why is that any different than using a regular? Because you can't see through a regular post-it and I have full things on my calendar. But if there's writing on it. That's true. I don't know. It's just cool. I'll find my flow <laughs> and then I'll report back as to why you can't live without it. Um, or you'll report back and say, don't waste your money. You can totally live without this. I'm probably not going to say that. I am was I was sure that you were going to say today you were grateful, grateful for Valium. Oh, I am grateful for Valium. That is that is true. I. Well, I feel like you should ask me questions about this because I don't know if I've like overshared. I don't know. Callie had on Monday and Tuesday afternoon each uh, two different appointments 
related to fertility, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And both of them were were fairly invasive. Yes. What a way to spend International Women's Day. I know, right? Then have a stranger poke around in your women parts. Yep. Yeah, it was very, felt very uh, woman. Yeah, there's- Womanly. It did. It definitely did. Um, I don't know. What do you want to know about it? I, Jeff can't go with me because there's still a no guest policy at the fertility clinic that I'm I'm going to. But even if I did, I wouldn't go into the procedure room, right? Probably not. Probably not. But I do wish you could kind of see it so you knew um, what I was doing on my end to try to, you know, make this happen. Well, on Monday, and, and correct anything incorrect that I'm saying, but I have to put these into terms that I'm understanding. Okay. Yes. So on Monday, uh, the, for the first appointment, they had to, they had to check everything out to make sure that the fallopian tubes were not obstructed in any way so that the eggs could be delivered to wherever the eggs wait for, for, for me. Yes. And some people that you have spoken to said that that could get very painful in the doctor's office says, yes, it can. So we give you Valium. Now, luckily for you, your pipes were clear. There was not much pain, discomfort, but no pain. Mm -hmm. Okay. So to me, so if I'm putting that into words, I can understand that's just making sure that the drain ain't clogged. The drain ain't clogged. That is yes. Okay. That is true. What you did yesterday I'm a little less clear about. So you can explain that one. So it is called, there's a fancy name for it, but it's basically a saline ultrasound. So what they do is they like put a catheter in you. Yep. Like to go in your uterus. Yep. And then they put this um, ultrasound machine inside you. um, And they look around and take pictures like of your uterus then is this something that we could have done at home with some contact lens solution and a bright flashlight? I'm not even going to justify that with an answer. And this is why I wish that you could have been at all these things so you can see, because I feel like you would have a whole new respect for women when you see what we choose to do in this journey. Oh, I've I've thought about it a lot, especially yesterday, International Women's Day, because in every, nearly every single part of the baby making process, not nearly, 100% of the baby making process has potential discomfort for the woman. Maybe one-tenth of one percent could possibly be uncomfortable for a man, right? (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. So I thought of it a, a, a lot. And I appreciate you <laughs> and all women. Um, so basically they put like a catheter up there. Then they inject like literally with a syringe saline up there. Yeah. You already I, said that, didn't you? No, I said oh. catheter. So you have a catheter and you have the ultrasound probe thing and they squirt saline up there. Okay. So they can see anything in the uterus that might be not normal. So that's like the uterus, the uterine shape. And by the way, I'm not an expert, but I have learned so much about my own body the past like two months. Um, So what they did see on there is that there is a polyp 
on my uterus. And a polyp, word that I've heard before, still haven't looked it up, but it's it's a it's like a sibling to assist. It's like a growth. Yeah. Yeah. On your uterus. And um it while it's not, you know, definitely a reason that I wouldn't get pregnant, they want it to go away. Okay. Just because it's, you know, like an unnecessary hurdle. So, um, but they can't fit me in to have it removed, um, for like two months. So I was kind of bummed about that, but they're like, no, try in the meantime, if you get pregnant, great. Like we want to, you know, cause they want to like take it out, biopsy it, just like make sure that it's good and get it out of my way. And the, do you know why is the two, I'm, my assumption was that the long wait list for this, cause it's an outpatient procedure, right? It's outpatient. They put you under. But um, yeah, you get to go home. My guess is is the delay is is probably just catching up from months of backlog. Oh, I would assume they didn't okay. say that. They were just like, "Hey, just FYI, go ahead and schedule it because we're like running two months out." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, okay." Uh, so I'm a little, I'm not nervous because I'm fine. Like knock me out. I don't care. I'll have a great nap. Um, but you know, it's always like a little nerve wracking when they're like, yeah, we're going to biopsy it. Like nothing's wrong, but we're just going to like really make sure. And then, you know, get it out of your way for you. And I think, you know, anytime you have to go under for anything, it's a little like, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what they found. So science is cool. I wish they, they actually showed me like the inside of my uterus, which is like insane and showed me where it was. Um, so yeah, that's what I found out. And I will be doing that probably like around the same time we're moving. So it's going to be a jam packed May for the dollars. I, it's so, uh, in the spirit of, you know, the name of, of this show, Callie and I were talking yesterday about just, it's so nuts how all this craziness is, is being packed into like 90 days or even Mm -hmm. 60 days, right? Mm -hmm. All this insanity. And we just went over the list of like all the, the crap that we're dealing with and we're trying to, to sort out and we're just, you know, oh my gosh, like the floodgates of, inconvenience have opened and at the end of the conversation Callie goes but the good news is I'll definitely hit my medical deductible early heck yeah well I'll hit so it early and then we're just gonna ride out the rest of the year there's the upside yeah I guess <laughs> so how are you feeling about it all are you okay um I mean the big picture like are you nervous about the baby me because I saw your Instagram story about how you're getting old well and stuff. I feel like I might have like scared some people or offended some people with what I said on my Instagram. It's still up. You can go see it if you're listening to this um, the day it comes out. But I, the only reason that it makes me a little nervous, look, when you're trying to get pregnant, no matter if you've had a child before, if you haven't, the whole process is really nerve wracking. And in your head, if it doesn't happen immediately, you're going through every single thing in your head that could possibly go wrong. And like all these worst case scenarios, even if they're not likely. So I am not worried about my age in general. I mean, Janet Jackson had a baby at 51. I mean, gave birth at 51, right? Like, and they'll do fertility treatments like until that age. So like in that respect, I have time. What I'm worried about is the every year that you get older, it gets a little bit higher risk for you and for the baby. And Ellie was a month early. 
supposedly. Um, so that just makes me nervous. Like, hey, if I, you know, if it takes me a couple more years to get pregnant, am I am I putting a baby in danger or whatever? On the upside. Because, of- because then I think the natural inclination for anybody when presented with any not perfect scenario mm-hmm. is to run through the worst of the worst case scenarios and plan for that. It's probably like a survival mechanism, right? Me- mechanism. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that's probably, I mean, look, the good thing about being over 35 and having babies is that you get a super lot of care. Like you have a specialist, you get to see baby, the baby all the time. Like when you get pregnant, you have people holding your hand the entire way. And that part of it is amazing. It's awesome. And someone even told me on Instagram, they had a child that they knew because of their age was probably going to be born early. And the doctors were able to give the baby medicine to help grow its lungs when it was in her belly. He didn't even have to go to the NICU. He was just totally fine. I'm like, science is crazy. Like what? So it's really cool. But of course, like, you know, it's just, it's a little anxiety ridden for me, but, um, you know, I feel grateful and, you know, having an Ellie helps. Did you see the TikTok that was like going viral? I think it was actually like going around last week, but I meant to tell you about it. And I totally forgot about this kid who was looking at a photo that she had never seen before. And it was a photo. The child's like, I don't know, three maybe four, and is looking at a picture of two older people in a black and white photograph. One is the child's great-grandmother, and one is the child's great-great-grandmother. So like a mom, does this make sense to you so far? Yeah, I know what grandmothers are, and I know what great-grandmothers are. Okay, so the child, it's the (laughs) child's, but she's never seen him, never met him. They've since passed, whatever. She takes the picture and tells her mom, points to the great grandmother and says, that's me. No. Oh, what I would, I was waiting for your sense of panic that a child is reincarnated. A grand great grandmother is reincarnated into a child who's saying that's me. Oh, I didn't take it as any sort of reincarnation at all. I took it as baby was looking at the picture and recognized enough physical features in great grandma. Okay, you're being too practical. I need you to hold off on the practical. Have you seen the pictures of Ellie that look just like my mom? I have, but the point is, the reason it went viral is because everyone's like, oh my gosh, your great grandmother is really, you know, a spirit inside your child and all this stuff. And like, so the way that it was taken by the internet was, so I need you to stop with the practical and get on my paranormal bandwidth. Yes. Okay. Right. So then last week, out of the blue, Ellie decides she has these like stuffed dogs. It's her favorite stuffed toy, a.k.a. the dog she sneezed on that I had to buy for her. She randomly has started calling one of the dogs Bobby. Right. We don't know why. That dog, the sneezed on dog. The sneezed on dog. We don't know why. We don't know where it came from. And, you know, I had people, I put it on Instagram. I've had people say she's saying baby. She's not saying baby because she says that all the time. She's not saying doggy because she says doggy all the time. This is different. She's not saying bunny because she says bunny all the time. And I I did not know this. Um, I had heard this from parents, but now I understand it. You can speak your baby's language. Yeah, no, like I, was, I know what she's saying. If Ellie wasn't, I've been around enough like kid, little tiny kids where they look at their parents and are like, meow, 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 meow. 
and the parent looks right at the kid and says, oh, you want some cheddar bunnies with a glass of milk? Okay, I'll get that for you. I'm like, where did you get that? It's it's a weird thing, but it is a thing. So now I'm like, so she's definitely saying, Bobby, you can go check it out on my Instagram. It's saved in the LE2 highlight. And I just want, like now, since I saw that TikTok story that went viral, I'm like, oh my gosh, who's Bobby? Like, who's Bobby? And is Bobby like visiting my child? Or what if, you know, even creepier, like what if someone like hacked into her baby monitor and is like, Ellie, it's Bobby. And so Ellie That's thinks so creepy. that Bobby is the dog, but really someone's talking to her through her monitor. I'm totally freaked out. Totally right. freaked out. But yes. it is very cute. Ellie, who's this? Bobby. Bobby? Okay. That's Bobby now? Bobby. Okay. Bobby. Bobby. That's Bob. I can see why people would be like, oh, that's baby. But her baby is more of a baby. Yeah. And her bunny is more of a bunny. Like it's not really, it's more of a But bleh. it's like two syllables. Yeah, yeah it's, it's more of a blah. Trust us on that. So anyways. I, I didn't even think, why would your brain go to the baby monitor hacking thing? Well, it didn't until I was telling the story and I was like, oh my gosh, what if she's hearing? What if it's not paranormal at all? What if it's some creep hacked into a baby monitor? And like, this is why I didn't want a, a baby monitor connected to Wi-Fi. Do you have- I love how we're like already down the road of how we're going to solve this problem. And it's like not a problem, but it is very cute. What if, okay, what if there's the soul of a person named Bobby that we don't know mm -hmm. trapped in that animal, trapped in that stuffed animal? And when you were at the department store, it called out to Ellie and Ellie's the only one who could hear it because when you're that young, you can pick up the vibes, the spirits. And so that's when she picked up the animal. And then Bobby in the dog realized you were going to put it back. So mustered up all of his supernatural strength to blow my name's Bobby take me no out. to blow pollen up her nose so she would sneeze on him oh yeah so I think that's probably like a little far-fetched oh, but but it's hacking into the baby <laughs> monitor and somebody whispering Bobby over and over is not I mean it has happened ladies and gentlemen please give it up for your next comedian here at ellie's comedy club you're gonna love this guy welcome to the stage dad i said to my wife if you keep stealing my cooking utensils i'm gonna move out and she just laughed at me and said that's a whisk i'm willing to take If you are trying to fix up your finances, you can get a fixed rate credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream and you could save thousands in interest. Rates start at 4.98% APR with auto pay and excellent credit, which is lower than the average credit card interest rate of over 19% APR. Get a loan anywhere from $5,000 to $100,000 and there are no fees. Everything happens right online. You could get the money the same day you apply. Lightstream believes the people with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they want to deliver for you. Upside listeners right now can get a special interest rate discount and save even more, but the only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash 
Upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash Upside. Subject to credit approval, rates range from 4.98% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest interest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and subject or so offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information and to get started fixing your finances today. Done is the number one ADHD online treatment platform that is on a mission to make ADHD treatment more affordable and accessible for everyone. You know me, I am loud and proud about my own mental health struggles. I am not afraid to talk about them. I was diagnosed with ADHD as a teenager, but it's something I've had to manage my whole life. As I started sharing about my struggles with ADHD, people started telling me their own stories. And something I've heard come up frequently is that they see someone who isn't a specialist in ADHD. They're diagnosed, they're medicated, and then they're just kind of like left alone with their medication to like figure it out. And that can be really hard. Dunn's board certified practitioners help you consistently through your journey and take extra time to get to know you and your medical history. Their goal is to find your ideal treatment plan 100% personalized for you and only you. Dunn is available in more than 30 states nationwide. Make your ADHD a strength with Dunn. Initial appointments are $199, but as an upside listener, you'll get your first appointment for just $99 when you go to dunn.callieandjeff.com. That's a $100 savings when you go to done.callieandjeff.com. ADHD done differently. So many perks to athletic creams. I don't even know where to start. Number one is the convenience. It's so easy. All you do is mix athletic creams, one scoop of athletic creams with 10 ounces of water every single morning and drink it down. It tastes good and it's super simple to do. You're not taking 12 different pills or supplements at different times in order to get the vitamins vitamins and the nutrition that your body needs. You're doing one thing. It also supports better sleep quality and recovery, and it gives you mental clarity and alertness. On top of that, it doesn't taste bad, and you get a little energy boost. Athletic Greens was originally created when the founder had a ton of gut health issues, and he ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover from that that cost him hundreds of dollars a week. He said, nah, that's not cool. He created Athletic Greens, which costs less than $3 a day. All you got to do is put one scoop of Athletic Greens in water every day. That's it. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens wants to hook you up with a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash upside. That's athleticgreens.com slash upside to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Here are today's three random things. My first random thing is, okay, we have all heard that women were like burning their bras. You know, you've heard that like it's uh-huh. feminism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At the Miss America protest of 1969, about 200 feminists organized a protest, which they argued was like a patriarchal contest. It objectifies women, all of that, those kinds of things. Well, what, the Miss America contest was that? Yes. Yep. Um, feminists gathered on the Atlantic City boardwalk where they threw bras, lipstick, corsets, and other items into a freedom trash can to denounce oppressive standards of feminine beauty. No one set the trash can on fire. So the burning bras thing? 
Not totally true. Uh, media coverage of the event made a connection between the Miss America protests and the Vietnam War protests in which participants burned their draft cards. And people took that metaphor literally saying that women were literally burning bras, but they they actually weren't. So I thought that was interesting because I, I definitely did not know that. I don't know a lot about bras, but um, I know that one, they're expensive. And two, when y'all find one that's comfortable, you would not burn it. Well, you wouldn't burn. I mean, I think people were putting it into like the the trash can. But yeah, you uh, you know those. I know. I was just making a joke. Yeah, it wasn't funny though. It was. <laughs> My second random thing is there is a legislative aide. Her name is Susan Scanlon, and she works for Representative Barbara Mikulski. I think is how you say her last name. And on Women's uh, History Month, and that we should celebrate it in. August in order to like for it to line up with women's suffrage. And the aide was like, I'm sorry, do you really want to be outside in August? Like it's hotter. The quote is when it's hotter than the hinges of hell. And the woman was like, actually, no, I don't. So they changed it to March. And, uh, because it was marching weather, which, you know, I mean, I don't know if that story is totally true. To be honest, I couldn't like back it up three times, but I did think it was really funny. And also like how smart are women to be like, you know what? Uh, yes, that coincides nicely with the month of August, but it's hotter than hell. So yeah. we're going to move it to March. Like things guys wouldn't even think of. Like no. If, if guys were that smart, uh, the Super Bowl would be on a Saturday. Yes, that is. That's, Every major that's sporting. Event championship would be on a Saturday, mm -hmm. but it's not Sunday totally or so. NCAA games or what are they? Mon I think Mondays and Wednesdays. Dumb. So dumb. And my third random thing is First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt was a leader because she held women only press conferences. Um, one of her big accomplishments was holding the White House's first press conference for women in March of 1933. And at that time, women were largely excluded from the media. And she, over the next 12 years, she held 348 press conferences covering subjects of special interest and value to women in uh, of the country. And that's according to womenshistory.org. Those are my three random things. I have two game show things that I would like to bring up. One is the uh, Wheel of Fortune feather in your cap fiasco. Oh my gosh. If, if you have, I'm not going to play the audio of this because you have to be looking at the, at the game board to understand, to, to really enjoy the uncomfortableness. Let me put this in perspective for everyone listening. I am the world's worst. I will take that title. Wheel of Fortune Guesser. I cannot, there will be like one letter left. I don't know what it is. I'm not good at it. My brain doesn't work like that. I knew this one. Like it was that obvious. And there were three of us sitting around the TV watching this clip. Like I was with some friends and we were all like screaming at the thing. We're like, oh my gosh, how does this keep happening? The, the, the answer is, uh, I believe it was a feather in your cap or another feather in your cap. And virtually the entire thing was solved with the exception of the first and last letter of cap. So it was another feather in your, and then there's a three letter word with an A in the middle. And the woman says, I'd like to solve the puzzle. And she confidently show, says, another feather in your hat. To which Pat Sajak says, that's wrong. It goes to 
The next person, you know, it's three contestants. The next person, like, hits lose a turn. The next person hits, like, bankrupt. She says, comes back to her. Comes back to her. She goes, I want to solve the puzzle. She goes, uh, I would like to guess another feather in your lap. I can't. It goes I back cannot. around. Then she uh, followed, um, came up with another feather in your map. Uh, and I think it was finally another person who won the puzzle. It, that's a, who won it doesn't matter. Google feather in your cap, wheel of fortune, and it's the most uncomfortable two minutes of television that you'll see. It 100% is, and that would absolutely be me. This is why I would not go on a game show because I would choke and I would absolutely get that wrong. And my second uh, game show related thing pertains to the show, TV show Jeopardy. This was a TikTok. The TV show Jeopardy, in case anyone was confused, the TV show. This guy makes such a valid point about Jeopardy. And I'm like, oh my goodness, sir, you are right. So I want to share his wisdom. Thinking, why do we think these people are smart? It's trivial knowledge. They're just remembering useless information like you and I remember useless information. Knowing the members of the executive branch is just as useful as knowing the members of NSYNC. Neither will help you in life at all. But society labels one form of knowledge as valuable and the other form worthless. Why are these people considered smart for remembering a pharaoh's mom's name, but I'm not smart for remembering Kramer's mom's name? Aren't we both just recalling nonsense? Oh, you know the definition of a barrier reef? Well, do you know the name of Zach's duck that got oil spilt all over her? You remember Lamar Odom's mistress. Oh, oh you're, you're an airhead and a gossiper. But you remember King Henry's mistress. You're a history buff. It's all meaningless. It's completely subjective. I know guys who can barely read but can tell you every stat of every football player for the last 20 years. Isn't that the exact same thing? They're just retaining useless information. Why is remembering the British Army's defensive linemen more respected? It's all garbage. And Zach Stuck's name was Becky, by the way. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I don't know if this is true for everyone else's dogs, but our dogs don't need us until we're about to do something. And then they're like, oh, you're about to do something. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I need to go out. I need to whatever. And they've literally been napping for like six hours. And when we get up to leave or something like to, to leave the house because we're in a hurry, they're like, oh, I have to pee. But like really bad. Like, I can't wait. I'm probably going to go in your house if you leave me here. And every time we get ready to record, same thing. Dogs have been like napping. Do they're think chill. And then Lily's like, all of a sudden I'm hungry. Do you know what it might be? Do you think that dogs have the same, I don't even know what it's called, but you know when you have to pee and like you're fine, like you kind of have to pee, but then once you see your house or once you turn down your street. Like you're fine until you're not. All of a sudden it's like somebody just poured a full gallon of water directly into your bladder. And yeah. you're, and so you go from being fine Right. Do you think dogs maybe have the same thing with their bladder where they're like, oh, I kind of have to go. But then when they see us get up and move, they kind of freak out and they're like, I got to go right now. What if they leave the house for nine days? I don't know. It's it's so weird. It's so weird. And Sadie gets a little bit dramatic when she's thirsty. So when we come downstairs and record, we'll be downstairs. The mics will oh be on gosh. and we'll hear Sadie clawing at the water bowl. Like she literally bangs it and like turns it over. But she's not doing it because she thinks there's water that's going to appear. She's like, hey, 
She hey. doesn't to tell us. And she, she goes, doesn't want to come all the way downstairs to tell us. She goes from napping beagle to desert wanderer on day 30 in 10 seconds. Hey guys, just listen to your advisory horde episode and <laughs> I wish I could like do something for you, you know, <laughs> buy you guys a house. <laughs> Can't do that. But um, I just want to say I love you guys so much and you have changed my life in in a couple different ways. Um, you know, I, if it wasn't for you guys and listening to you guys, I wouldn't be, I'm working on a children's book with this first, uh, man who lives in California and it's amazing. It's so rewarding. And I'm also, you know, I have a podcast. I get so much joy and like creating things and learning how to do new things at my age at 46. I know I'm not that old, but like, I just never thought I could learn this stuff. And <laughs> You guys are just awesome. And then when you sent me the flowers when my dog passed away, like that meant so much to me. You don't even know. And I just think you guys are so great. And the episode, it did make me cry, but I just, I just sending positive vibes. I, I know you guys are going to make it through and you guys are just going to be, it's going to be awesome. And um, I love you guys. Bye. Struggling to find the right size is super annoying and can be really deflating. That's why MeUndies has the softest undies, bralettes, loungewear, and more that are made to fit just right. The Cotton Hipster is my go-to favorite for bedtime, and Jeff loves the lounge pants. MeUndies believes comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin, and comfort starts with finding the perfect fit and size for you, which is why MeUndies wear tests on all sizes, extra small to 4XL for everything they make. They also offer different cuts for different butts. Amen to that. In bold colors and fun prints. MeUndies wants you to find comfort in your size so the world can be a happier and comfier place for every booty. MeUndies promises if you're not comfortable with any product for any any reason, you can return your order for a full refund within 45 days. As an upside listener, you'll get 15% off and free shipping on your first purchase. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash upside. That's meundies.com slash upside. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Look, relationships, no matter how they look on social media from other people, relationships always take work, especially the most important relationships in your life. So if you want to start taking care of your relationships, whether it's with a family member, relationships with friends, relationships with a romantic partner, whoever it is, start with you. Online therapy can help, and that's where BetterHelp comes in. Callie and I are huge advocates for online therapy, and we would like nothing more to see you thrive and be the best you you can be for you and for the person you're in a relationship with, thanks to therapy. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Upside with Callie and Jeff listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com Upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash 
upside. Hey guys, it's T-Bird. I have posted a couple times recently that I am moving to Folly Beach, South Carolina. So I just wanted, for those of you who didn't see that, I want to let you know, I am moving from Georgia to South Carolina. I'm going to sell real estate there with my sister. But the biggest question that I'm getting is, are you leaving the upside or are you guys parting ways? The answer to that is a giant no. A giant no. The upside has been, and I know will continue to be, my joy every day. Um, I just don't know what I would do without it. So, no, I'm not leaving. And luckily, Callie and Jeff want to still keep me around. So, um, I'm going to still be your professional best friend. And I love you guys. And I'll just be doing it from the beach. Come visit. Love y'all. Bye. Hey guys, it's Lisa from Colorado listening to the episode today about using your gift cards, your nice gift cards, your nice bottle of wine. I say that you open that nice bottle of wine in celebration for when you get your next baby, as in celebrate now that you guys are on the path and you are celebrating the baby that is to come. Love you guys. Go for it. Drink the wine. Do all the things. Bye. Hey, Callie, you're overthinking this trunk thing for Ellie. Go ahead and let them know that you messed up on the monogram and the reason you're reaching, you would have lived with it, but the paint is not done properly. And since that needs to be fixed, which they should send you the product looking nice, can you get also pay to have the monogram fixed when they're fixing the paint? Send pictures if you need to, but when the trunk gets back there and they see that the paint is splotchy, then they'll know it's not something that you're making up. Stop worrying about making it up. It's, it's a small business. They want to do right by you because they want your referrals. And it's okay to ask somebody to give you a proper product. You're a small business. You would want to do the same. You don't want somebody having a bad taste in your mouth and their mouth for your business. And you want the, you need word of mouth when you're a small company. They're going to want to do what's right. That's all I wanted to say. Bye. I used to believe that if I was sad, it meant that I wasn't fighting hard enough or I wasn't grateful enough. And that's not true. Be sad and be grateful and look at the twinkly lights and feel your feelings. It's all real. The joy and the pain is all real. And you don't have to pick one or the other. Life is beautiful or life is garbage. It's kind of both sometimes.